Welcome to the Jack and Stacy Show, and I'm Stacy's son Clark, and here to tell you about it. There are two women wrestling with things of this broken and beautiful life. Each week, they will tackle a topic in a transparent, sometimes distracted, but always fun way that hopefully encourages and challenges you. They will break down each topic by looking at it through four lenses, ourselves, God, our people, and our community. They will then they will then give you a task to go forth with. Vaya con Dios. Welcome to the Jackie and Stacy show. I'm Stacy. I'm Jackie. <laughs> I don't know why I got the giggles right uh, when we started. Because, uh, <laughs> podcasting is so hilarious. So funny. <laughs> So thanks for joining us, you guys. Yeah. We are talking about physical oh. health. This is the second in a series on health. Mm. I love month, that we're doing a series. A series. We're, we're so just cool. so healthy right now. <laughs> so healthy. So healthy. <laughs> you know what's so funny? I started, I, well, I'll talk about that later. You go ahead and finish <laughs> your introduction. Uh, let's do the introduction. Okay. The introduction is that, yeah. We did Here mental we health. We mm-hmm. talked about mental health all last month. Mm-hmm. We had a great, you know, topic and a great discussion throughout the month. And yeah. then an excellent interview. Go back and listen to our interview with our mental health counselor, friend, Janae. Um, but this month we're talking about physical health. We've moved on. <laughs> and, you know, all of our topics really integrate they totally do and overlap Mm -hmm. and coordinate and Mm -hmm. are exactly the same (laughs) sometimes feels that way they are not everything's different but we like to focus in these different areas and so we've been talking about physical health this month and as we do our first episode we talk about ourselves second episode faith this episode today is looking how does physical health impact how we interact in close relationships and Jackie's going to teach us everything. She has to know <laughs> everything on the internet That's about amazing. it. Yeah. Well, I, um, I do have a question for our listeners. If you are willing, I would love to hear from you. Because today, Stacey and I are together uh, filming, no, recording this episode. <laughs> and um, I'm curious if you guys can tell when we're together and when we're not. Like, can you tell a difference in the way that we interact or in the sound or anything? So anyways, if, you're, oh, if you good can question. tell, I would love, we'd love to hear from you. Um, message us or I don't know, you know, send yeah, whatever. Because our sometimes we can do it remotely yes. where we call in and it's basically like a conference call. Right. And I'm wondering if we have that, have, if it feels, feels any different on your end as a listener. So anyway, it's just a thought. Um, but what I was going to say is I, I have really been focusing on my physical health for about the last eight years and I'm recently researching to hire a longevity coach because my focus in my physical health is longevity. So I want to live to be 120, but I want to be a healthy 120. So I'm really, really like I am actively researching and working to do that, right? So over the last eight years, so in my research of trying to find a longevity coach, and I think I found one, I'm really excited about it, I started to like like make lists of what things I've already changed in my life in terms of my physical health and what things I still need to work on, right? So I started like just making a list and um, it was kind of exciting to see like I've made incremental changes slowly over the last eight years mm-hmm. um, and over time they like add up, you know? And it's exciting to look back and go, look at the shifts that I've made and look how great I feel. Like I I feel great. And um, so anyways, I'm 
I'm proud of myself and I'm celebrating that and I'm excited and I still have work to do. Like definitely still have work to do. And one of my recent things that I've started doing is adding green juice to my diet, but not juice. Like actually making it in the blender so you get all the fiber that goes, like it's celery, it's cucumber, it's spinach, half an apple, a little ginger, and water. And so anyways, you get, when you juice, this is so off topic, but I'm just, it's I don't not know, off topic. Physical it, health. Yeah, I guess. When you juice and you take all the fiber out, they're saying now that's not as good because you're getting the sugar part of the juice. You're not getting the fiber and actually God made it to go together. So by making the juice in the blender, you get all the fiber along with it. So mm-hmm. anyways, that's what mm-hmm. I'm doing. I've started mm-hmm. juicing every day to get my greens, more greens in. So anyways, I feel great. I don't know. So um, I'll keep you guys posted on how my longevity coach search goes. But I think I've found a gal that is going to work with me. And they do all these like testing and then they like find out your, because your biological age is not necessarily the same as your physical, like your chronological age. No, there's a word for what your age is when you look at all your biomarkers. Oh. Um, So they can say like, yes, you are 53, Jackie, (laughs) or Chronologically. Chronologically. But maybe it is biologically, but biologically based on all your markers, you're actually, hopefully, like, I don't know, 47. I don't know. Whatever it is. Uh And you can actually age backwards over time. And it has to do with stress management and sleep and all these things that we're talking about this month. Mm. So, anyways, kind of exciting. We'll see. I'm going to work on that. So, there you have it. But today we're talking about health and its impact on our close relationships or vice versa. Right. Mm, mm, yep. So the thing I thought we'd start off talking about, and then I'm going to go a different direction, is just this idea that I learned, I think, about eight years ago that we talk about often, that you are the combination of the five closest people to you. Oh, we've touched on it, we but have. not really developed it. Well, so, I will tell mm-hmm. you, it's very apropos for me right now because I just got back from a trip to Missouri, went to Missouri for 10 days. And my apologies to anyone who's listening from Missouri. I'm sure there are throngs of you. However, oh my goodness, Stacy. Oh my goodness. Okay, so we had to eat out most of our meals, obviously, because we're traveling, right? There's this place we went called Lambert's Home of the Throwed Rolls. And they literally throw the rolls to you. So you okay. like, you, you uh-huh. want a roll, so you just like put your hand up and you're like, over here! And they like, like toss you a roll across the restaurant. So it's like a fun concept, but it's also family style. So they come around with these big bowls of food and they'll just like slop it on your plate. That's just part of what's included with your dinner. So it's like fried okra and um, red eyed, black eyed peas and um, what were the other like things? mashed potatoes? Potatoes is one of them. It's fried potatoes with onions, I think. I think grits was one of them. There's just like six or seven things that they just slop them on your plate. And, but the, the, the sheer volume of food everywhere we went was insane. Uh-huh. And so it inspired me to like look up. Um, so there's like obesity, like statistics about each state. And I think it's like the a top 10 most obese state in mm-hmm, our union. Mm-hmm. And so, and I just made me think like, if that's what you see as normal, right? Everyone yes. around you is eating like that. Even us when we were there, we're like, well, this is, I guess how we do it. And yeah. every day we felt so horrible at the end of the day. Cause we we're like eating like that. And uh-huh. we just ate and ate and ate. And it was all about eating and sitting and it's just a different way of life you know and so it just really um drove home that point and we kind of all did it to each other like 
my youngest is 16 and he gave up sugar, like processed sugar a year and a half ago. He hasn't had any, he doesn't do any, he'll do like, um, like he hasn't, he doesn't do cake, pie, ice cream, soda, candy. He doesn't do any of that. Like some people are like, well, you have ketchup and there's sugar in that. I mean, he doesn't, it's right. But he gives up, he's given up sweets and sodas and candies year and a half. And he, he had some while we were there. He just decided he was going to do it. So all of us were like doing that whole thing of like, oh, it's okay. And then like yeah. we're all just eating mm-hmm. like crap, yep. you know? So I don't know. Have you noticed how that impacts you? Like the idea of like the five closest people to you? Like oh, in terms time. of health? Yeah. Well, like the family of origin that I'm in, first of all. Mm-hmm. But even when you just go out to eat with somebody. Just yes. get, uh, in an instant. In an instant. In I will, an instant. That is yeah. so true. What do you mean? In it, Well, because I have like a... Uh, if you guys have been listening for a while, you know, Jackie and I each have like, we're both kind of structured in some ways and not really in a lot of other ways, but, um, <laughs> like we have kind of rules Yes. and I did this nutrition program. Oh, it's, this is way. no ad for it, right. but I loved it. Yeah. It was called the faster way to fat yeah. loss. Yeah. I loved it because yeah. it, it, it included like intermittent car- fasting, intermittent fasting, carb cycling, yep. You kept track of your food, so but like good. goals. And I think for the first time ever, I didn't know like how much protein I should have been eating or oh. fiber. Like you talked about totally. fiber. Totally. Yes. And really, I still think about those two things. Me too. The amount protein of grams of protein yeah. and the amount of grams of fiber that yeah. I eat in a day. So it's like nice. they're goals yeah. rather than restrictions. So good. Yeah. So that's like, I, I want to get to that much. And yeah. like the amount of water that you drink. Yep. and Yep. So I have goals for myself. Yeah. And still two days a week. I still follow, I still follow intermittent fasting, awesome. which means that I only eat within a certain window of the day, and I don't eat beyond that. What's that window? Is it six or eight for you, or four? It's not eight four. hours. Eight. It's okay. usually so 16 about sixteen fasting and eight hours. Yeah, so it's yeah. about ten a.m. to about six p.m. Yeah. usually. Yeah. So it's you know I just like eat ten or eleven, and then I after dinner, and I go to class usually every night at six thirty. So the Perfect. boom, I just drink water after that. Yeah, and I'm anyway, um, but. It'll be Mondays and Tuesdays. I still have low carb day, which awesome. means I don't usually intentionally eat any Two days in a carbs. row. Interesting. Yes. Okay. So their thing is like you you get the benefits of it over time, and Got then it. but you still need carbs in your diet to yes. like for energy yes, and other reasons. Sure. So it's like cycling yeah. is what they call it. I just didn't know it was two days in a row. I would yeah. Have been, okay. Good. And so I still usually stick to that. Awesome. But if you invite me out to lunch on a Monday or a Tuesday. I'll just like, because oh, I don't want to be a bother. Right. I don't want to tell people like, oh, you know, I, don't yes. eat, I don't eat carbs today or <laughs> whatever. Like I never. Totally. And if I did, I would just just order it and I wouldn't talk to anybody about right. it. Right. I don't have to tell you. Right. You know that whole thing. Um, I think it's Margaret Thatcher actually who said something like, being a lady is like having power. If you have to tell someone, you don't have it. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Like if you have to tell people who you are. Then you're not. You're not. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> I'm a so lady. How dare you talk to me like that? <laughs> so, you know, I noticed that too, kind of what you're talking about. There was one meal we were out and I was like, I said something like, oh, I, I, I think I'm not going to be good today or something. I think I'm going to have dessert. I don't even know what it was. It doesn't even matter. But I, it, Mike or someone said, oh yeah, you should, totally should. And it was literally, if he had just said, no, you should be good. Like that one sentence gave me permission in my mind mm-hmm. to just like, ask screw it. I'm just going to eat whatever. You know, like it's, I mean, and to clarify, it's okay to eat whatever like here bad. and there. No, yeah. no, no. It's, it's just okay. that, it's just the power of the people that you're around and how that influences decisions. And if you're around those same five people all the time, like I just, I have some friends who are super, well, I mean, you're one of them too, but like, just 
healthy people. We talk about how to be healthy and we encourage each other to be healthy and we make healthy choices. And then, and then when that shifts, you just notice like, oh, wow, this is actually changing the way I'm behaving, yep. which is fine every once in a while, but over time it makes such a big imp- impact. So just something to be aware of, right? Right. Like how does that, are you being an influence on other people? Is that a positive influence? So what does that look like? So um, just something for us to think about. I think. Well, yes. And somebody brought me this like visual one time and I did, I made a student do this once because he wanted to do something and I was like, all right, but just remember like you think you're going to push in um there's there's a whole thing like if you go to a group of 5 people who are um eating healthy you'll be the 6th if you right. go in a group of 5 people who are you know going kayaking every day you'll be the 6th if you go to a group of people who are eating french fries and over drinking you're be the, you'll be the 6th right and um he's like well I want this other stuff for my life but I don't want to I want to hang out with all my friends still and I made him stand up on a chair and I said, if you're the only person up here on this chair doing this healthy thing or making these good choices for your life, I want you, it's really hard to pull five people up with you. Mm. I said, it's hard to pull one person up with you. And so if you partner with somebody who's not doing these things with you, even just one person. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I made him stand on a chair and reach down. And, try to help and I said, up. just try to pull me up there. Yeah. Come on. Nice. I'm smaller than you. Pick me up. Pick, pull me up. Pull my arm. And then I just said, here, just give me your pinky or whatever. And I easily pulled him down with me. I said, it's so easy to pull somebody down. It's real hard to pull up other people. I mean, you could throw down a ladder, sure. Or like they could choose to climb up. Right. Because there's all this talk about that. But it's very difficult to bring people up with you. Totally. Or like along, I want to go down this healthy road. You better start hanging out with people who are kind of already there or at least better. also want to yeah. do that as, as well. Because Getting around them for sure. Otherwise, it's just really hard. Yeah. James Clear talks about that in Atomic Habits too. It's it's a huge way to influence your life is to get around people who are doing the thing that you want to do. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's amazing. Okay, well, the other thing, the direction I wanted to kind of go as we talk about health and our close relationships is, um, is kind of I have five things five reasons that being healthy impacts the people you're around. So I'm kind of like switching it. So we talked for a few minutes about how the people that you're around impacts you. But now, why is it important to be healthy in terms of how it impacts the people around you? So that could be, when we talk about close relationships, it could be a spouse, boyfriend, a girlfriend, a significant other, any kind, parents, siblings, kids, friends, friends, groups, all of those people. So uh, there's five ways that good physical health can have a significant impact on the people that you're in close relationship with. So the first one is, and I've totally seen this in my life, but increased energy and vitality, right? So when you have good physical health through like regular exercise, all the things we've been talking about, proper nutrition, good sleep, you have increased energy, right? And you have more vitality, which allows you to be more actively participate in relationships around you. Whether you're playing with your kids or going on adventures with your friends or whatever, having quality time together, you just have the energy to do that when you are healthy. So I feel like I've totally seen that in my life. Um, Looking back to, there's just a period of, like I think, feel like it was like my mid-40s that I was just like kind of give up. I was like, you know what? I'm getting old anyway. I just don't care, right? And mm-hmm. I kind of just really just gave up. And it did impact my energy and vitality and my willingness to like just do things with my kids or like engage with things around me. So um, 
what do you think, Says, Can you have you seen that to be true in your life or people around you like when they're healthy they're more engaged and more well I intentionally I think in this way I try to intentionally like engage physically like with my son yeah he's always like come play basketball with me I don't want to (laughs) I don't want to right um I want to sit on my butt and I get up and I from the time that they were children because I grew up with parents who did not yeah. like engage with right. me or do the things I wanted to do. Yep. I mean, tons of sob stories there that I won't go into, but like we going swimming at the pool. I always got Get in the, the pool yeah. with my kids yeah. and I found it just it brought me energy back. Same thing with him when my son asked me to go play basketball with him. Now he's trash talking me because he's such a little stinker, but he's like, you're never going to cross me. And I'm like, watch me. Watch me. So it's awesome if I actually make a basket sometimes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so good. All right. So the second thing is, and I, I mean, these all kind of go hand in hand, but when you are healthy, you have an improved mood and your emotional well-being is stronger, right? And so um, we know that we talked about mental health last month and our physical health and our mental health are so closely connected, right? You can't really separate them. They're yeah. so closely connected. So when you exercise regularly, you get endorphins, which you and I both know because that's a big part of why we do it, or at least for me, it's a big part of why I work out is for those endorphins, which boost your mood and those chemicals in your brain uh, um, are really powerful. And when you feel good physically, it has a positive impact on your emotional well-being, which makes you more likely to be positive and upbeat with people around you and you won't murder people you won't murder like, people that's gonna be our tagline be healthy so you don't murder people no, that's like <laughs> that i was thinking true. about this like, this week when like that's her like defense for if you guys have ever watched uh legally blonde which of course i've watched a bunch of times and yep. she's like wait she couldn't there's no way she could have done it She's an exercise like person. <laughs> That's and right. Ex- people exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy, and happy people don't murder people. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so good! I had forgotten that. That's so awesome. I love yes. like the legal reasoning there. <laughs> yeah, so you just have a happier, healthier, you know, dynamic with the people in your life ultimately. And I mean, it might just be small degrees, but I just think it, you know it matters. Yep. So the third one is, and again. Think this is big enhanced stress management right so i know you run with with yvonne partially to manage your stress and oh heck yeah i mean we know all the research shows good physical health helps you manage stress exercise particularly shows a reduction in stress levels by what is this increasing the production of neurotransmitters like serotonin and dopamine which improve your mood and reduce anxiety and so when you can manage your stress effectively obviously your close relationships are going to be better right because otherwise if you're not managing your stress it spills over into those close relationships exactly and it's likely. Yeah. so um i mean i feel like this is like can i get an amen right <laughs> <laughs> um fourth one fourth reason that our health our physical health impacts our close relationships is increased confidence and self-esteem oh yes that is huge. I mean, I think my confidence, I look back at some pictures during that time where I just was like, screw it. Yep. <laughs> and I got to give a shout out to Brenda. I don't know if she's listening right now, but there was a time, I think it was when I turned 45, I was, I was like, what am I doing? This is not who I am. This is not who I want to be. And I reached out to my friend Brenda who just like, she just, I'm totally going to butcher the, what it's called, but she works with you to figure out how to get healthier. Yeah. And 
She's um, amazing. And guess what? I just saw her like amazing. one hour ago. You did yes, not. Yes, I saw her at the grocery store. <laughs> she is amazing and she's inspiring. She's beautiful. And she worked with me, basically counseled me yeah. um, to like figure out like what's getting in the way. Why don't you think you deserve to be healthy? Why don't like wow. she really like drove me down to like yeah that's how that's how this interacts with mental health you can't be physically healthy if you're not mentally healthy 100 percent. and conversely you can't really be mentally healthy if you're super physically unhealthy it is so connected and i had i was telling myself some kind of a story like oh poor me i have to take care of everyone else and i don't have time for me and i'm not worthy of it and Mm -hmm. some of i wasn't like actually saying those things but i believed it you know like it doesn't matter i can just take care of everyone else and be a victim and a martyr you know like like i didn't realize that's what i was doing Mm -hmm. but at some level i was and she helped me really to see that and then as i started to make small shifts really small shifts I, I just have noticed my confidence, you know, my self-esteem, how I think about myself is different. And that has been both a function of small habit changes and intentional shifting how I talk to myself, mm-hmm. which we've talked about too. But yeah. um, and oh, that, yeah. over time. time, that impacts like how you express yourself authentic- authentically. Sorry, that word was hard. Um, how you maintain healthy boundaries in your relationships, right? When you have that confidence and that self-esteem to have those healthy boundaries, how you engage in social situations, um, and all the interactions, how you contribute to those close relationships. So there you go. Anything to add to that? Oh my gosh, no. Huge stuff. Okay, and then the last one that I have, and, and we can just kind of, I don't know, talk about this one is like, setting a positive example. So it kind of goes back to how we started off. Like really we all have to be an example to each other, right? An encouragement to each other. So, I mean, it's weird to think of like, I don't think of myself as setting a positive example for you, but I do think of myself as setting a positive example for my kiddos. So like, I want them to see me working at my physical health, whatever that looks like, right? Making choices around nutrition, making choices around my habits, making choices around exercise being a priority, all of this, and sleep, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I can make sleep a priority now um, because it does matter in terms of how it's impacting my kids, and that matters to me. So, and ultimately, to everybody in my life, right? Like, when I see you making healthy choices, or my friend Ginger, or Brenda, or whoever, like, Mm -hmm. like, that inspires me. So, they are an example to me, even though that's kind of a weird way to say it with friends. Still, is But it's not. I only surround myself with amazing people. Like I am, I'm attracted to people who are doing things better than me. Yes, me too. I'm not scared of that. Not threatened. I no, I'm amazed, and I'm like, I want to know you. I have literally walked up to perfect strangers and been like, I admire you, what you're doing. I want to be your friend, and they're like, okay, they don't ever say back off, weirdo. (laughs) They're flattered, likely, and if someone said it to me, I'd be like, damn, girl, you. Yeah, you can follow me around. Keep telling me nice things. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to talk about that one of these times because um, it's easy, I think, in our society to be threatened by people who are that we perceive as better than us in some ways, right? But if you can get, if we can get past that, and like you say, be inspired by it, and encouraged by it, and let it like bring us up uh-huh. instead of, I love that. I love that. I totally agree. I think well, that's and huge. just knowing that. You can admire someone and not idolize them and totally. think they're perfect. Because 100%. sometimes it's hard for us when we see, at least me, I don't know. I can't speak for any of y'all. But if I see somebody who's doing something well, mm. I also know they do other things poorly. Because totally. you, first of all, you're not good at everything. Nobody right, is. Right. And 
nobody's going to be able to kind of hold up that that image. And so when they when they do something poorly, I'm thinking, well, you know, a good, you're normal, <laughs> right? And B, great, you know, I that makes me feel like okay, well, I'm good at some things too. Glennon Doyle just said something the other day where she was like really failing at something or um, whatever. I follow her on social media. And she was like, you know what? I'm just not good at that thing. Yeah. And what a beautiful gift I'm giving to the world because it makes room for other people to be good at that thing. So Man, I'm such a giver. <laughs> That's so awesome. It was really comical yeah. the way she yeah. was saying yeah. it. But it's true. You yeah. cannot be good at everything. And to admire people for what they're good at. Totally. And accept them from the things that they're not so good at. Um, yeah. You know, it's beautiful. It's beautiful yeah. to be able to compliment people. and That extends to our kids, too. Not polarize right? them. Because sometimes I think we have these high expectations for our kids to be great at everything, mm. even though we don't have that expectation for other people. I do. I have it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. goodness. All right, weirdo. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So those are the things. Those are the five things. That's great. why physical health health matters in our close relationships. I'm sure there's other things. I'd love to hear from you guys. Can you think of anything else, Stace? I mean, I don't know. I'm so like entrenched in all of these five. Yeah. That's a lot. That is a lot. But yeah, all ultimately. Right, so here's what um, a viacondios could be. Oh, yay. I love it. Do you want to do it or no? Uh, no, I want you to always. Okay, so here's what I want you guys to do is think about the five pl- closest people to you. Okay. And like some of the ways that they inspire you. And I mean, you don't have to do that. You could just, that's step one. Okay. And break up with the two that you, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just we kidding. can't be friends anymore. We, Stacey and Jackie told me no. Yeah. No, 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 but no, think no, about no. the five closest yeah. people that you have and, and consider some people that are really good in these areas yeah, that yeah, you yeah. might want to add Get in. in your life. It doesn't have to be just five. If you know two people that you totally. admire. And they don't all have to be good at everything. I admire certain people for certain things. Totally, that's true. And I know lots more than five people that I admire and I want to be like them in certain ways. Yeah. And so I just focus on those ways. Yeah. And I compliment them. So first level is think about the five closest. Okay. And if you don't have people who you are close to, man, I encourage you to go walk up to the next person you see doing something awesome and tell them. Yeah. And... Start engaging with them. Yeah. You know, when you see people you admire, figure out how to be like them. Love it. People pumping iron at the gym or whatever. All in. Okay. All right. All in, girl. That sounds wonderful. All right. Thanks for being with us, you guys. And via con Dios.